Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, it is time once again for another episode of Bad Language. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. I'm the podcast producer here at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and I am so glad to be hanging out with Yins once again to talk about my favorite thing in the world, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, my favorite things in the world in this order are family, the Steelers, 80s music, life, hanging out with friends, and so much more. And I love hanging out with my friends here at BTSC Nation, so thank you so much for giving me a chance to talk to you on a weekly basis. And if you love reading about the Pittsburgh Steelers, you gotta check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for all of your editorial needs. Jeff Hartman and Dave Schofield, they are the editors, senior editor and editor respectively, and you know what they do. They bring you up-to-date stuff all the time. It is just absolutely amazing the news you get. It's amazing what the staff there can do as far as commentary and vertexes and film work and more commentary and fun and satire and everything that you want. It's there at BTSC. I started out as a writer and now I'm mostly doing podcasts, but you can still read my writing there as well. Most of those guys that you're reading, you could hear them too on the podcast side. Just like Jeffrey Benedict tomorrow morning, you got to check out from the cutting room floor this morning. 
you had an opportunity to check out Let's Ride with Jeff Hartman, as you can Monday, Wednesday, and Friday every morning. Tonight, it's going to be Tony Defio, Shannon White, and myself for the Steelers hangover. And if I sound like I'm hungover, and if my voice sounds a little bit crazy, if I sound like Wolfman Jack from the 70s, and if you're a true 70s Steelers fan, then you know who Wolfman Jack is. If I sound like that guy, there's a reason. Because I was up late last night. I was in Baltimore, Maryland at the Paul McCartney Got Back Tour. The second to the last date on that tour. The man is 79 years old and five days away from his 80th birthday. And he was rocking the house. It was absolutely amazing. Now, here's the deal. I didn't buy tickets to the show. Four hours before the show started, I had no clue I was going to be there. I got a last-minute ticket from a last-minute cancellation. My son was going with some friends. They were on a party bus, and they called me up and said, Hey, somebody backed out. Do you want to go? And I'm not kidding you. This sounds like an exaggeration. Six minutes later, I'm on the bus. And I'm heading to Baltimore. That's the quickest turnaround time I've ever gotten to do. It was absolutely amazing. And my son, who is not a huge football fan, but he respects the black and gold and he roots for the black and gold and he hates Baltimore just because the Ravens live there. He wanted to give M&T Bank Stadium the salute, the one-fingered salute to please his dad. <laughs> Maybe that's not the best father-son moment, but hey, it was lots of fun. So uh, we did it discreetly, but we did it together. That's bonding. He's almost 15, so I guess that's okay. So with that being said, yeah, there's the catchphrase. The first time if this is a drinking game, that's going to get you in trouble with that being said. So don't play that game to this, please. I don't want to have that on my conscience. So let's do it. Let's talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. And what's the topic going to be? I, I wrestled with the topic because it's June. June topics are so hard to come up with. Sometimes we're talking about the same stuff and I get it. So I decided to do a Steelers mailbag. But here's the problem. I decided about an hour ago before I started recording this to do a Steelers mailbag. And the problem with that, you don't have time to get mail and everybody else is doing mailbag. Jeff Hartman does the mailbag on Wednesdays to a T. It's fantastic. His ride or die crew, they are great. And they come up with the questions and he does it in advance. So I'm going to do my own kind of mailbag, my narcissistic unanswerable mailbag with questions that I can't answer. And why is it narcissistic? Because I'm going to ask myself the questions. Is that what we do anyway when we come up with a comp? Excuse me, a, a topic? Yeah. So let's get started. Dear Bad, what is your greatest Steelers memory? Sincerely, Brian Anthony Davis. Formerly Johnstown, PA. Well, Brian, I'll tell you this. My greatest Steelers memory, I don't have one. 
Because every time I sit and I watch the black and gold, every time I watch these guys, it's memorable to me. Even if it's a blowout game like 42 to 21 and they lose to the Kansas City Chiefs, I remember that. I I can remember everything about these games and I, I have an uncanny, almost Rain Manish memory. I remember things that no one it's not significant to anybody else, but it's significant to me and, and I can remember. But when I talk about some great Steeler memories over the years, I'm going to talk about the first time that I rooted against the Steelers because I was afraid that my parents were going to uh, go to the Super Bowl, in which they did, Super Bowl fourteen, And here I am, what? eight years old, barely eight years old. And I was like, I don't want the Steelers to win. Cause I don't want mom and dad to get on a plane and die. You know, I was scared. I, what do I know? You know, <laughs> I don't know anything. So then midway through the game, I'm like, you know what? They'll be fine. They are excited about going. They hope the Steelers win. And then I got into the spirit of things. And I, one of the memorable things of that game was seeing Willie Stargell of the world champion pirates, which we haven't been able to say since wearing a cowboy hat in the crowd at three river stadium that day. And that was, Oh, I was watching on TV, but it was, it was so cool to watch. And I quickly abandoned that thing. I I couldn't do it, but I have been to countless games. I'll never forget one of my great memories was watching the Steelers beat the Colts to finally go to the Super Bowl after a 16-year drought. It felt longer than 16 years, but this is the 1995 season. And my friends, I was actually at a Dallas Cowboys house, and we were they were waiting to watch the game. Dallas and Green Bay, and we had the early game. So we had bought champagne just in case something I didn't, but my I'm superstitious, but my friends did. And they poured it over my head in celebration, and it burned so bad, but it didn't matter. And I remember calling my dad up on the phone. I'm like, wow, the Steelers are finally in the Super Bowl. We actually get to watch a Super Bowl. And it felt so awesome. So two weeks later, I was invited to three parties. I was living in Elkins, West Virginia, and I was invited to three parties. One party was that Dallas party, those Dallas fans. And I didn't go to that party. And that had, my gosh, that had all the fixings. I mean, it wasn't your typical little smoky Super Bowl party. It was, it was shrimp and crab and all this great food. I think, my gosh, I think they, uh, they fried a turkey. They had all this amazing food and I didn't want to go. I was invited to another party. I was invited to a third party. I was invited to a woman's house, one that I was trying to date. And I, I didn't go to any of those. I just sat at home in my apartment by myself 
And I watched that game. And there was a point where it looked like the Steelers were going to win. And you had that high. You had that high when Yancey Thigpen caught the ball to close out the first half. And you had that low when Neil O'Donnell threw that second interception to Larry Brown. You had it. And it was all there. But I watched those highlights a lot. And when Bill Cowher's family comes up to him and he says to one of his daughters, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. And I watched it and I'm thinking, man, he's crushed. But he has the perspective to make his family feel better. And then people go, way to go, Bill. And he puts his, he puts his left arm up and pumps it towards the crowd and goes in to the Tempe, Arizona locker room. And I I fell in love with Bill Cowher all over again. It, it was just amazing to watch. And in defeat, the guy had such grace. And you had so many things in that game. So believe it or not, I actually have fond memories of a game that they lost. Because I was with myself and I had a lot of people that were wanting me to come and hang out with them, which was felt wonderful. My family wanted me to be in Johnstown to watch the game with them. But I just remember being alone with the Steelers and being one with the Steelers during that game and how I felt with those highs and with those lows. And realizing that I was in love with the football team. I was in love with the culture. I was in love with just the excitement. And I was crushed. Just like Bill Cower was crushed going in that locker room. But I felt like they would live to fight again and there would be another opportunity. It wasn't for 10 years. But it happened. And I remember the elation I felt. 10 years later when they did win and three years later again, when they won, I could tell you so many great memories of, of games. I could tell you about accidentally being punched in the face when Troy Polamalu caught that touchdown pass. Well, it wasn't, he didn't catch a touchdown pass. Brian, shut up. He returned an interception for a touchdown against the hated Ravens. And I live in Maryland. That was wonderful. I could talk about those memories all day. Is there a greatest memory? No, but it's so cool to have so many memories courtesy of one team that makes you feel great. What Steelers team bad does this team, this 2022 team remind you of sincerely? Brian Anthony Davis, Maryland. Well, Brian Anthony Davis, I will tell you this. This team kind of reminds me of a team starting over. It reminds me of the 2002 team. The Steelers had just lost in the AFC Championship game, a game I was at. This was a different team, but I'm talking about after Tommy Maddox came in and took over the team. 
I'm kind of getting that feeling from Mitch Trubisky. And it's weird because you don't know how great this team's going to be because there's signs of brilliance and there's signs of concern. But one thing we have as Pittsburgh Steelers fans is a great culture. And that great culture that we've witnessed spoils us, of course. But it could also make us feel like there's a chance when there might not be a chance, when no one else thinks there's a chance. But that's why I think the Steelers have a chance in 2022. Because the planets can align. And they could win. Do I expect them to hoist the sticky Lombardi? No, I don't. Do I expect them to go to the playoffs? Yeah. I think 80% of me thinks that they're going to the playoffs. Because that culture that Miles Jack was raving about a couple weeks ago is going to come into play. So that is why I'm excited about this football team, my friends. That's why I think this is going to be one of those special 2002 years. When, of course, they don't win the whole thing, but they make you feel good and they set up the future. And three years later, they're hoisting the Lombardi. This could be a gateway to beauty. And that's what I'm excited about. The next question comes from Brian Anthony Davis. And it's, who is your favorite stealer? Well, I am going to not answer this. When we come back, we're going to take a break on not Here We Go, The Steelers Show. That's my other show. Not on The Steelers Hangover. That's one of my other shows. Not The Steelers Preview. That's another show I do, even though I don't host it. On Bad Language here on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The worst looking man you've ever seen. And there I am on the subway train. Welcome back to BTSC Radio. I am Brian Anthony Davis. This is bad language, and it is a fantastic Monday. Thank you for joining me once again to talk Steelers. And we're doing the narcissistic mailbag. We are doing the unanswerable mailbag, and we're having lots of fun. And the latest question comes from me, once again. Who is your favorite Steeler? And I don't have a favorite Steeler. My daughter asked me the other day, what's your favorite movie? She also asked me what my favorite song was. And I have a lot of favorite songs. Power of Love by Huey Lewis and the News. American Pie by Don McLean. Carry On by Fun. There's so many songs that I love. I, I could tell you about 40 songs that I love. Hey Jude by the Beatles. 
you know, I, I have so many favorites. It's hard to pin down one favorite song, one favorite group. I have a lot of things that I love. How do you take a football team that you've been in love with for 43 years now and say who your favorite was? They're like family. You have, you don't really have favorites. You just have the ones that you love. And they're all of them. Even even the players that disappoint you. They're still family. Once they wear the black and gold, they're family. Now, you could say, bad. What about Antonio Brown? He screwed over the Steelers. I have no problem with Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown made mistakes. I was really mad at the time. But you're not going to completely disown Antonio Brown. I'm not. I could be mad at him, but I loved him for a reason. I'm divorced. I joke about having a starter wife all the time, and I'm very happy right now in my life. But I married that person for a reason, and I loved her for a reason. And there were so many things that I loved about her. There were things that made it so that I didn't want to be together again. And there's a reason you love somebody. And they might disappoint you and you can't be with them ever again. But you don't forget about the good times. You don't forget about the bad times either, but you remember that there were good times for a reason. So I'm always going to have a place in my heart for Antonio Brown, the good things. I'm going to have some disappointment about the bad things, but I'm not going to erase them from my memory. This isn't men in black when you can just go ahead and wave a little wand. I know. Will Smith would love to be doing that right now. And everybody forgets, you know, that, that can't happen. But once a part of the family, you're a part of the family. Even though you go against the family. So if Antonio Brown comes back and never plays for the Steeler again, Steelers again, but once he retires a Steeler, yeah. Because he started as a Steeler. And that's where he probably made his greatest memories. And you got to love the fact that He won a championship with Tampa Bay, but he still considers the Steelers his greatest team, his greatest moments. That's pretty awesome. Of course, I love guys like Ben Roethlisberger, and I love Mike Webster, and I love Terry Bradshaw, and I love Jack Ham. He's from Johnstown. He was my guy. I love Jack Lambert. I've had interactions with James Harrison, and I think he's awesome. Love all these guys. I love TJ Watt now. I love Minka Fitzpatrick. I love guys that aren't stars. Love Alex Highsmith. I love Cam Sutton. I love Rosie Nix. You know, there's so many players that I love. There's very few that I'm disappointed in. So who's my favorite stealer? I guess my favorite stealer of all time is Dan Rooney. Maybe that's my best answer. Maybe it's Art Rooney, but I love them collectively. I know that's a cop-out answer, but that's really what I've got to do. Next question comes from Brian Anthony Davis, Pat and Bill's son from Johnstown, Pennsylvania, by way of Maryland. Is it true that you once cheated on the Steelers? All right. Yeah. Yeah. I once cheated on the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
I once went away from the black and gold, but not completely. May I explain? You can call for my black and gold card. That's okay. But when you're a kid, you're enamored by certain things. You're enamored by colors. You're enamored by flash. You're enamored by a lot of things. I was once enamored by the group Huey Lewis in the News. I saw him five times in concert. Huey Lewis hit on my wife, and that's a true thing. And that is a great memory, and I'll tell you that another time. This was backstage at a show, but once again, I'll tell you later. Huey Lewis in the News, they're big San Francisco 49ers fans. And on the sports album, that's the album that really made me love music. That kind of made me turn the corner. It was their third album, and it hit number one. The album hit number one, June 30th of 1984, and that's my favorite year. And when that hit number one, I was elated. We were at the beach, and I got a Huey Lewis t-shirt, and it had the cover of sports. And then the corner of that album was Dwight Clark making the catch, the image of Dwight Clark. Dwight Clark may rest in peace and Dwight Clark and Joe Montana and Dwayne board and guys like that. They were actually backup singers on the fourth album on hip to be square. You know, they're the guys in the background here, there and everywhere. Hip, hip. It's hip to be square. Yeah. That was the 49ers. And I thought that was so cool that he, that he did that. And he would golf and hang out. I just heard a story yesterday about Huey Lewis and hanging out with Dwight Clark and meeting uh, somebody's brother-in-law playing golf. Hey, want to meet my friend? And they thought I was going to be another 49er and it was Huey. Thought that was really cool. But anyways, Huey was a fan of the 49ers. I became a fan of the 49ers and they won the Super Bowl that year. But something happened that year. The 49ers went 18 and one and won the Super Bowl. But they weren't my favorite team that year because the Steelers went nine and seven and went to the AFC championship game. Steelers were also the only team to beat the 49ers that year in the regular season, a thrilling game. Tony and I, Tony Defio and I covered that on the retro show. If you want to go back and find that, you can. It's there in the archives, in the BTSC archives. It's, it's there. It's a great show. And I love that game. And I never rooted for the Steelers to lose a game to the 49ers or to the Denver Broncos, a team that I kind of liked in 1986 because I loved those orange jerseys. And I had this, I loved John Oway. I thought he was cool. A lot of people hate John Oway. Is John Elway my favorite now? No, not really. But I've always rooted for John Elway for some reason. Maybe it's the same reason I root for I rooted for Macho Man Randy Savage when he was a bad guy. We were watching WrestleMania 3. Everybody's rooting for Ricky Steamboat. I'm rooting for Macho Man. I was rooting for the bad guys for some reason. And Elway was kind of the bad guy. Especially in Maryland, man. <laughs> they, they hate Elway in Maryland. They still hate Heinz Ward more, which I think is hilarious, but they hated Elway. And I had a thing. I had a thing for the Broncos too. I had a Elway jersey. But when the Steelers played 
the Broncos in week two on Monday Night Football in 1986, a bad season for the Steelers. I rooted like hell for the Steelers. I rooted for him in 1988 when Todd Blackledge was the quarterback and they beat up on the Broncos at home and they were in the midst of a bad season. You never go against your team. But yeah, there's pictures of me wearing 49er stuff. There's pictures of me wearing Broncos stuff when I was in middle school and high school. Yeah, and I have no problem with that. But the Steelers were still paramount. They were always first. So did I cheat on them? I might have had a polygamous relationship in football at the time. Wasn't completely monogamous to the Steelers, but that's okay. The Steelers didn't mind. They welcomed me back, and I love it. So that answers the question, did I cheat on the Steelers? Yes. Why are you convinced so much bad that the Steelers are not rebuilding? I don't know if I'm completely convinced that they're not rebuilding. You know, coming off of 18 years of Ben Roethlisberger, it's hard to not rebuild. But they're basically just replacing that one guy. They're replacing other people too. I get it. But the Steelers are always building for the future and focusing on now at the same time. And that's what they did this offseason. That's why I'm confident about this season. The Steelers aren't the Detroit Lions where they have to rebuild every five years or the Miami Dolphins, and we're not teams like that. That's why I love them so much. Here's another question. Bad. Come on. Will you finally make a decision? Who's the Steelers QB in 2022? My friends, it's not going to be a disappointment if Kenny Pickett does not start in 2022. You don't have to have the immediate return on Kenny Pickett because of the Mitch Trubisky factor. I think you ease him into the game. If he turns into something special, then you go ahead and go for it. Remember, if you go to September of 2004, week one, the starter and the winner was Tommy Maddox, and they barely won that game. But he was also the starter for week two. Ben Roethlisberger was not supposed to come in. It was supposed to be Tommy Maddox's season. Tommy Maddox gets hurt on a cheap play by the Baltimore Ravens, of course. And Ben comes in and the rest is history. The rest was amazing history. But that wasn't the original plan. Plans change. Kenny Pickett is really a good backup plan right now. But you're going to see what, what kind of magic you can get out of Mitch. Magic Mitch. And that's it. You don't want Mitch to fail. You don't, you want to ease Kenny in. Now, if this is year three and Kenny's not playing, yeah, then then I'm going to be like, whoa, maybe they should have went somewhere else in 2022. But right now I like the plan and it seems like they have a good plan. So who's your Steelers QB? It's, I think it's Mitch Trubisky right now at this moment. That could change. But me, I have that cop-out answer all the time where I trust the organization because I trust Mike Tomlin. I trust the Roonies. I trust Kevin Colbert. I know he's not the GM anymore. 
but he put his stamp on this team, so I trust Omar Khan. Looks like I trust Andy Weidel. I don't know who he is. I know I love what I've read about him. What he did with the Ravens is absolutely fantastic, and if you listen to Jeffrey Benedict's show from a couple weeks ago about the new Steeler regime, man, you're going to feel really good about Andy Weidel. So there's lots of things to be excited about. That's who the next Steelers QB is. My final question is, what is your favorite live Steelers memory, Bad? And it comes from, oh, wow. Lots of questions today from Brian Anthony Davis of Maryland. My favorite live Steeler memory. It, it's tough because I've got a lot of them. I'm going to give you a few answers to this. December 5th, 1982. My birthday. I just turned 11 on December 3rd. And my dad takes me to the Kansas City Chiefs game. Steelers, Chiefs. Bradshaw throws a 74-yarder to John Stallworth. I remember being at that game and being with my dad and I still hang. I just hung out with my dad over the weekend. I'm so blessed. And I remember that game clear as a bell. It was windy. It was rainy. It was awesome because I was with my dad. That was 1982. In 1992, my dad did not take me to a game. I took my dad to a game. I was a senior in college. This is the famous Dwight Stone game when Dwight almost nailed me on the sidelines because I was with Fox Channel 8, Johnstown, PA, and I had the camera. My footage came out really bad. It was useless. I, I basically went to the game for fun, but I didn't know that at the time. And I took my dad, and my dad ended up in the press box, and I ended up on the field. And they waited on my dad hand and foot, and they took care of him. And he had the best time of his life. And he told everybody how I took, his son took him to a game and how he got to hang out in the press box. And that's a great memory for me. I have great memories of 1997, an overtime game against the Steelers in Jacksonville. I went with my good buddy, Doug. We went to that game and the Steelers were losing and they ended up having a goal line stand. They ended up having just an exciting overtime win, I believe, on a Jerome Bettis long run at the end. It was phenomenal to watch. 2006, I take this woman that I'm dating for about a month, and she's crying when the crowd is chanting one more year to Jerome Bettis when everybody knew there was no more years. And he's waving his helmet in the air, and I look at her, and she's got tears in her eyes. A woman that never watched football in her life until she started going out with me just to have something to talk to me about. And I took her to this game and I realized that I was going to marry her. I didn't realize that she was going to give me three children. I didn't realize that it was going to be one of the beginning of the greatest moments of my life. Didn't realize any of that. I just realized that I was with the right person who was crying and inspired by something that I love so much. Why do I love the Steelers unconditionally? I just do. 
because they become a part of your fabric. They become a part of your framework. They become a part of your life. They are an escape from a world that can be cruel sometimes. You could live vicariously through these men. And I fell in love with the ideals. I fell in love with the culture. I fell in love with the colors. I fell in love with the men and the leaders of families that shaped this franchise. I have met countless Steelers. I've collected plenty of autographs. I've gone to many games. I've gone to concerts at Heinz Field and Three Rivers Stadium and felt wrong because I was not watching the Steelers. As great as those concerts were, Guns N' Roses, Pink Floyd, Jimmy Buffett, I mean, I, I could go on and on. As great as they were, wasn't the Steelers. And I just felt like I should be watching them in their home. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. This is Behind the Steel Curtain. And this has been another episode of Bad Language. Thank you for joining me. And when it comes to bad language, I ain't apologizing for nothing. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.